This is the Saturday to Sunday Football Podcast. This is where it all counts. This is why we're here. This is why each one of us are here. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to another edition of the Saturday to Sunday Football Podcast. I am Paul Pertichese, and thank you for joining me as always. The NFL Draft kicks off in less than 24 hours. Here at Saturday to Sunday, we continue with wall-to-wall coverage. I have been tweaking, making updates, editing the 2023 draft projections notebook, trying to predictly, trying to accurately predict how I expect it to come off the board, what players will be in the first round, what players will be in rounds one through three, one through seven, tabs for every single player, offense and defense, snapshot of how they win, all ranked in the order in which I expect them to come off the board. It's the third and final notebook of the premium notebooks. You get them all for $9.99. The draft projections notebook alone just for draft weekend is worth it. I will be updating it in real time, uh, highlighting in yellow the players that have come off the board, whether it's in the positional tabs, whether it's in the big boards. I will have you covered the entire weekend in addition to – sharing my thoughts on every pick on Twitter, uh, going into details about the player, the fit, the landing spot, the fantasy spin, uh, all that. You get that for $9.99, the draft projections notebook. You get the other two notebooks, the scouting notebook, 100 detailed player profiles on offensive skill players, strengths, functional areas, developmental areas, uh, how they win, NFL role, fantasy spin, scheme fit, all that stuff. And then you get... Uh, our rankings notebook, which will have all our rankings in it. it, has our draft rankings right now. It has our draft tiered rankings. It has our Debbie rankings. It has our positional dynasty rankings, which will be updated, uh, fully taken into account free agency in the draft a couple of weeks after the draft. And then in real time over the weekend, it'll have our dynasty rookie rankings at the end of night one, uh, end of day two, and then the end of uh, day three of the NFL draft. Uh, I'll be joining Sigmund Bloom and Matt Waldman again for the first hour and a half this year of their live draft coverage over at the Audible Football Guys. Check out their YouTube channel. I'll tweet it out as well. Uh, and then the rest of the night, I'll be on Twitter. And then obviously taping and recording podcasts for Saturday, Sunday, all three nights, Friday night, Saturday night, sorry, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night uh, as well. I want to do a quick pod. This is going to drop for you guys the the morning of the draft. Just kind of where I'm at right now and trying to project the draft of what we're going to see. A lot of smoke this week. Uh, It's a complete unknown of what the Texans are going to do at number two. Do they stay there and draft Will Levis? Do they stay there and take C.J. Stroud? Do they take Will Anderson? Do they take uh, Wilson? There's so many ways they can go that can change the whole narrative of the first round. But what I'm going to do here is kind of give you a little bit of inner workings of what currently the tabs over at the Draft Projections Notebook look like, but I will continue to be editing and updating it. There'll be more information that I consume over the next 20 hours or so before the NFL Draft kicks off, and I will continue to update it throughout the day on Thursday, and then when it's completely no more edits and updates uh, for any of my listeners, not just the draft projections, uh, you know, not just the premium notebook subscribers. I will just take images of the three big boards, not the positional tabs with all the, the, the snapshot of how the player wins, but just the positional, uh, just, just the three 
tabs in terms of projecting the top 31, top 102, and top 59, and I will put them out there on Twitter so they are stamped in terms of when that tweet goes out. And, you know, so we can kind of look back at it and kind of keep some receipts a little bit to see how we do for night one, how we do rounds one for three, how we do rounds one for seven. We'll see if we can continue to, to have that the high percentage, uh, that we have been able to have over the years here at Saturday or Sunday. Last year, we nailed 30 out of 32 in round one. Uh, really impressive performance there. Uh, you know, and then, Nights, uh, rounds one through three and rounds one through seven. We also have had strong success in that regards as well. Uh, just bringing it up here last year. Let me just see. Last year, like I said, 30 out of 32 in round one, 88 out of 105 in rounds one through three and 216 out of 262 in rounds one through seven. Uh, Really strong performance, and we've been we've been close to those numbers just about every single year. Last year's round one was the best ever, uh, but we've had really good success in the eighty five percent range for one through three rounds, one through seven, uh, and also usually strong performance in round one. So, kind of wanted to kind of forecast where I think things are headed for the first couple rounds of the NFL draft. So let's kind of jump right into it here. This is what I kind of currently, as of Wednesday night, this is kind of what I expect in terms of who's to come off the board on night one of the NFL draft. I think we're going to have four quarterbacks. I think the order of them, still a little unknown after Bryce Young, but I'm going to say right now I think it's Bryce Young. I still think C.J. Stroud, whether it's a trade-up or something, is the second quarterback off the board, followed by Will Levis, followed by Anthony Richardson. I don't think Hendon Hooker gets into round one, so I think we'll see four quarterbacks go in round one. If we look at the running backs, I'm now I've now settled in on there's going to be two running backs in round one. For a while, I thought it was just going to be B. John, but I think B. John's going to be gone within the first ten to twelve picks of the NFL draft. I think Jameer Gibbs is going late round one. I think there's a bunch of teams looking for offensive playmakers. I think there's a lot of teams who maybe would have been more interested in the wide receivers but it's a little bit of a down wide receiver class. So I think ways that they can make up for it is someone's going to look at a guy like Jameer Gibbs and say he could have an Austin Eckler type impact for our offense in terms of what he can bring to the table. Some people reference Alvin Kamara. I think Austin Eckler, but I think Jameer Gibbs is now going round one wide receivers. I expect Paree to come off the board in round one, the order uh, right now. I think it's still going to be Jackson Smith and the Jigba one, Zay Flowers two, Jordan Addison Paree. Daniel Jeremiah just put out his last mock, and he had Zay Flowers going all the way at 11, and Jackson Smith and the Jigba going at 19. That would be wild if, if JSN is not the number one wide receiver off the board. I still think he will be, followed by Zay Flowers, followed by Jordan Addison. But I only think it's going to be three in round one. Uh, I think if, if, if a fourth one sneaks in, I do think it will be Quentin Johnson, who was in early mocks, then kind of fell out, and now you're starting to see him sprinkle back in. I know Daniel Jeremiah had him in his mock. Uh, still wrestling with whether or not he's going to be one of the final guys I put into uh, my projected top 31. But right now, he's just on the outside, obviously, tomorrow, right before the draft. Uh, you know, for people who aren't even uh, subscribers to the premium notebooks, I'll put out there uh, my images of my three big boards for night one, rounds one for three and rounds one for seven to see if there's any tweaks that I make over in the next 20 hours or so before the draft kicks off. Right now, I have two tight ends going. I think the order would be Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid. Uh, I think Luke Musgrave and Darnell Washington are both in play. So Daniel Jeremiah's mock, again, who just came out tonight, he had Luke Musgrave going to the Cowboys. So, you know, DJ is one of the best in the business, plugged in. 
you know, if he's saying that he thinks that's a possibility, I think it's a possibility. And, and a lot of mocks, I know Len Zerline was big in, on thinking Darnell Washington was going late round one. So I do think it's a possibility we get three tight ends in round one as well. Right now, I have a projected to be two. The offensive line position, I have right now uh, five going in round one. I think I think Paris Johnson Jr. will go first off the board. I think Peter Skaronsky will be the second one off the board. Then I think it'll be Broderick Jones. And then it'll be Darnell Wright. And then one of the last guys I have going in the first round uh, is Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma. He's one of the guys that, again, still wrestling with whether or not I'm going to keep him there. But I think we're going to see a little bit of an offensive line run in the early to mid-teens. That I think that somebody in the back end of, of round one is going to pull the trigger on another offensive lineman. And I'm picking Anton Harrison. But there's a group of guys that could be in play there. It could be Matthew Bergeron over Syracuse. It could be Osiris Torrance out of Florida. It could be Cody Mock out of uh, North Dakota State. And it could be Steve Avila out of TCU. Any of those guys are in play. I think five offensive linemen are going to come off the board. I don't think it's going to be a center uh, I, I went with Harrison because he's the most natural offensive tackle, which usually is a position that gets pushed up a little bit. Uh, but Bergeron offers some versatility there. Uh, so does Cody Mock. Those would be some wild cards there as well. On the defensive line slash defensive tackle group, I have only two going off the board right now. Uh, uh, that is Jalen Carter and Kalijah Kansi. Uh, Jalen Carter and Kalijah Kansi coming off the board Uh in round one, guys that just missed it uh, right now, Brian Breesey out of Clemson, Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, Kenu Benton out of Wisconsin, and Tommy Adabare out of Northwestern. In terms of the defensive end edge group, I have six coming off the board right now. I have Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson, Lucas Van Ness, Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy, Will McDonald, and Keon White. I think Will McDonald and Keon White are two that are up in the air. I feel pretty confident that the first six will be off the board. Uh, but I think there's just too much smoke about Will McDonald, the athletic package. Everyone's looking for, you know, elite pass rushers, bend off the edge. He has that. Keon White's a little bit of a wild card. I thought he was an early to mid second round pick, but he was invited to the draft. I kind of feel like as I'm, as I'm wrestling with final guys in, in terms of round one, I'm kind of wrestling a little bit. So I'm looking at it as, okay, I'm going to put Keon White in there. You know, uh, he was invited to the draft. I think that, I think that might be enough to say, okay, I think we're going to see him, you know, go in this round. Uh, I do not think there's any linebackers who are going to come off the board in round one. If we were going to pick, I think it would be Drew Sanders, Trenton Simpson, Jack Campbell. I think any of them could sneak into the late round one, depending on team fit. They all offer a different skill set there. Uh, so right now, no linebacker projected in round one, but we could see one sneak in. And then at the quarterback position, uh, I have Devin, Win- I have six of them, but that's including Brian Branch here. I have Devin Witherspoon, the first one off the board, Christian Gonzalez, the second, Deontay Banks, the third, Joey Porter Jr., fourth, Brian Branch, fifth, and Emmanuel Forbes, sixth. I think six, Emmanuel Forbes is the guy that is skyrocketing up for a while. He was on my round one, round two border. Now I think he's solidified in round one. DJ's latest mock had him going 16th. It had him as QB, a uh, cornerback three off the board ahead of Deontay Banks, ahead of Joey Porter Jr., ahead of Brian Branch. So to me, that's saying that there's a lot of buzz and steam on Emmanuel Forbes right now, pushing that up there. Uh, if we have a seventh defensive back that surprises and goes in round ones, I think it would be DJ Turner to second. Uh, but also keep an eye on Kaylee Ringo out of Georgia and Julius Brents out of 
TCU. So those are the guys that I think will go in round one of the NFL draft, make up uh, the round there. So interested to kind of see how that plays itself out for sure. Uh, if we kind of take this to uh, the second round a little bit, okay, the second round and kind of see, you know, what's going to happen there, or I should say day two. If we stretch this out, again, I'm only going to do this for, for this. Only quarterbacks that I think would be added to the mix. I think there would be a five total in the first three rounds, and then Hendon Hooker would be the one man to the mix with Jay Kaner right behind him. Uh, possibly sneak in the end of round three, but I think more of an early day three player. Running backs, I already talked about B. John and Jameer Gibbs going in round one. I'm projecting five additional running backs to go on day two for a seven in the top 102, which would be a really high number. I think it's going to be Zach Charbonnet, Devin A. Chain, Kendra Miller, Roshan Johnson, and Israel Avakanda. I think Kendra Miller is the one that surprises. I think there's a real possibility he's RB4 in this class, even ahead of Devin A. Chain. Uh, so keep an eye on that. If any other running back uh, sneaks in, there's a variety of guys it could be. It could be Tank Bigsby. It could be Eric Gray. It could be Zach Evans. It could be Dwayne McBride. I don't think it's going to be Tajay Spears due to some injury concerns. It's not. I don't think it's going to go as far down as like Chase Brown or Sean Tucker. At the wide receiver position, we talked about the three that I think are going to go in round one in, in Smith, Najigba, Flowers, and Addison. Talked about Quinton Johnson is on that border for me. I think the fifth wide receiver taken will be Jalen Hyatt. I think Josh Downs, Cedric Tillman, Jonathan Mingo, Tank Dell, Marvin Mims Jr., Tyler Scott, Jaden Reed, and Rishi Rice will all come off the board on day two. I think 13 receivers will come off the board in the first 102 picks. The only one that I'm a little uncertain on is Rishi Rice could be a guy that slides into the early portion of day three. Feel really confident the other 12 are going to be off the board. Some people are a little bit less uh, into Jaden Reed. I think he's coming off the board. I think the only guy there that there's some uncertainty to is Rishi Rice. And if I was going to say who's one guy who could sneak in that I didn't mention is A.T. Perry out of Wake Forest. I think he'd be the only guy. I don't think Keishon Booty's going. I don't think Trey Palmer's going. I don't think Michael Wilson, Xavier Hutchinson, or, or Charlie Jones are going. Those would be the next guys. I think this is good. we're going to see 12 to, to 14 go off the board in the first three rounds. I think the two guys that are of intrigue to see if they do come off the board in round three are Rishi Rice and A.T. Perry. Right now, I have Rishi Rice coming off the board. I do not have A.T. Perry. We'll see in my final uh, you know, adjustments over the next 24 hours if I change that. At the tight end position, I talked about having two in round one, Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid with Luke Musgrave and Darnell Washington very much in the mix. Uh, I think we're going to count in Musgrave and Washington with the top two. I think we're going to have four more come off the board on day two with Musgrave and Darnell Washington for a total of eight. I think the, I think it'll be Sam Laporta, Tucker Kraft, Luke Shoemaker, and Brenton Strange. I think those guys, those eight to me are, are locks. They're going in the first 102 picks. There's too much buzz on these guys. If one somehow fell, it would be Brenton Strange. Uh, but I think the top seven are locked in, and I think there's a strong likelihood Strange goes as well to make eight. And I don't even think it's inconceivable that we get a ninth tight end in the first 102 picks, and that would be Josh Wiley uh, with the less wide receivers compared to some years maybe going in the top 102. We're going to see the tight ends make up for it. A lot of pass catchers there. So the, the athletic pass catching, like a guy like Josh Wiley, could make it nine tight ends in the top 102. But right now he's just on the outside looking in for me. 
in terms of the offensive linemen, I talked about having five in round one, Paris Johnson, Peter Skaronsky, Broderick Jones, Darnell Wright, and Anton Harrison. Talked about some guys who could be on the, who just missed round one and Matthew Bergeron, Osiris Torrance, and Cody Mock. Obviously, I expect them to come off the board, you know, on day two early. Steve Avila as well. And then the guys who make up the rest of my offensive line prospects, which I think 18 total will come off the board in the first 102 picks, is the massive right tackle, Dewan Jones, uh, centers Joe Tittman and John Michael Schmitz, uh, NC State guard Chandler Zavala, Alabama offensive lineman Tyler Steen. BYU offensive tackle Blake Freeland, Ohio State center Luke Whipler, uh, Penn State center Juice Shrugs, and then Nick Saldiviri out of Old Dominion. I would say the last four. I feel really confident about my first 14. I think Blake Freeland, Luke Whipler, Juice Shrugs, and Nick Saldiviri, I think those are the guys I expect to come off the board. I think any of those last four could potentially still be sitting there in the early portion of date three couple guys to keep an eye on who could slide into the top 102. Carter Warren, offensive tackle. Uh, guard Antonio Maffi. Guard Anthony Bradford. Center Ricky Stromberg. Uh, offensive tackle Jalen Dun- Duncan. Or offensive lineman. Versatile play anywhere across the line. Braden Daniels. Those would be a couple names of guys that I could see sneak into uh, the second day if some of my guys at the back end there do not make it. If we keep this going, uh, talked about, I think there's only going to be two defensive tackles taken in round one and Jalen Carter and Kalaji Kansi talked about how I think just on the cusp of round, of round one who could sneak in are Mozzie Smith, Kane Benton and Tommy Adebore. I think that those five are obviously locks to go. Uh, Carter, Kansi, Breeze, uh, Bracey, Smith and Benton and Adebore. I think Zach Pickens and, uh, uh, Gervin Dexter, Gervin Dexter, uh, will be the other two defensive tackles that go. So I think there's going to be eight defensive tackles that come off the board, uh, in the top 102 picks. We take this over to the edge rushers. I already had a lot going in round one, right? Will Anderson, Wilson, Van Ness, Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy, Will McDonald, Keon White. I think we're going to add to that list here for a total of 17 going in the top 102 picks. Uh, the rest of the list would be made up of Felix Unike Uzama, Derek Hall, BJ Ojolari, Isaiah Foskey, Tule Tulopidu, uh, Byron Young out of Tennessee, Colby Wooden, who could maybe could be even on the D tackle, D line uh, spot, uh, Yaya Diaby, Zach Harrison, and Isaiah McGuire. I think the last four, there's some question marks. Uh, Wooden, Diaby, Harrison, and Maguire. I would say I feel most confident about Wooden and Diaby. I think Harrison and Maguire very much could be some guys at the back end there that I miss on. Uh, if there's one name that stands out that's not on the list that I think could replace somebody or could be added, and that would be edge rusher DJ Johnson. At the linebacker position, talked about having none in round one. Talked about the three guys of intrigue. I think they'll all come off the board early to mid-round two and Drew Sanders, Simpson, and Jack Campbell. I think there'll be six total in the top 102 right now. Deion Henley, talked about him yesterday in, my, in the My Guys episode. Uh, Demarion Overshone, uh, and then Dorian Williams, the athletic fast linebackers. Henley, Overshone, Williams, all cut from the same cloth. I think there's going to be six come off the board. Uh, if any that are not listed right now in my top 102. I think you could have Henry uh, Tuatoa out of Alabama. 
Nick Herbug, the edge rusher linebacker out of Wisconsin. And then at a Sacramento State, the linebacker safety hybrid Marte Mapu would be some guys who could be in the mix uh, if any additional linebackers go beyond the six that I said. At the cornerback position, Ray talked about pretty deep class. We're going to have Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Banks, Porter, Branch, and Forbes, I think, in round one. Talked about how DJ Turner would be the next in line. Kaylee Ringo, Julius Brents. Other guys that I expect to come off the board in day two, Cam Smith, Jartavius, Quan Martin, Tyreek Stevenson, Clark Phillips III, Darius Rush, Riley Moss, Garrett Williams, and Jacorian Bennett. The cornerback class is loaded. When you see those 17 names right there, even if you want to put Brian Branch uh, and Quan Martin in the safety group, that's still 15 really high-level cornerbacks that I'm intrigued with. You add Branch and Quan Martin there, you're talking 17. And even guys that I don't have projected to go in the top 102, there's some really intriguing guys from Cameron Mitchell, Terrell Smith, Corey Trace, Carrington Valentine. All of those guys have really strong supporters. Lance Erlin loves Terrell Smith. Uh, Mel Kuyper, big fan of Carrington Valentine. Dane Brugler, big fan of Corey Trice. Uh, Dane Brugler, big fan of Cameron Mitchell. So you're talking about four guys I don't even have in my top 102, and some of the best in the industry are really into these guys as top 100 picks in terms of Dane really likes Cameron Mitchell and Corey Trice. Lance really likes Terrell Smith. And, and Mel Kuyper really likes Carrington Valentine, just showing you the depth of this cornerback class. And then at the safety position, remember, I had Banks and Quan Martin over with the cornerback group because I think they're more nickelbacks. I only have three true safeties going in the top 102 picks. That's Sidney Brown, Antonio Johnson, and Jair Brown. If any other safeties go, I think we're looking at Jamie Robinson, the hybrid free safety nickelback uh, out of Florida State, or Jordan Battle out of Alabama. So there it is, guys. Just my, as of my recording hits, which is 11 o'clock, uh, the night before the draft. So we basically right now have exactly 21 hours before the draft kicks off. Somewhere in that 7 o'clock to 7.30 range tomorrow, I will put down my fingers in terms of updating and editing the draft projections notebook. I'll take a couple images, I'll post them on Twitter. That will be my final final projections after another day of listening to everything and continuing to make some small tweaks. Obviously, if you get the the premium notebooks, you get access to the actual draft projections notebook, which is way, way more valuable than just seeing a couple images of, of my projected big boards for each uh, round one, rounds one for three, and rounds one for seven. You get so much in the draft projections notebook. You get live uh, highlighting as the draft goes to see who's who's available, who's there, who's who's left on the big boards. You get the snapshot of how these, these prospects win. You get the developmental areas and concerns. Uh, you get their combine measurements. You get their athletic testing from the combine. You get all of that just in the draft projections notebook. Then you get the other two notebooks as well as I talked about earlier, the scouting notebook and the rankings notebook. You get it all for $9.99, guys. Like literally uh, $9.99 and it helps us tremendously. So if you've purchased it in the past, we hope you consider purchasing it again. If you've never purchased it, we hope you consider trying it for the first time. We do think you will find it extremely valuable on draft weekend after the draft uh, in terms of really understanding these players, who they are, getting ready for your dynasty dra- rookie drafts, getting ready for your dynasty leagues, uh, you know, and then also just getting a head start on next year's guys as well because a lot of guys in the Sky Notebook didn't declare. So this guy reports on those guys. Obviously, the next wave of notebooks will have the 
even more detail on those guys after I watch more film. But you also get a head start in that. You get the Devi rankings, all of that, $9.99. Uh, best way to support us. We hope you consider purchasing. Again, make sure you're interacting with me on Twitter this weekend. Make sure you check the Football Guys live show uh, where I'll join Sig Bloom and Matt Wallman for the first hour and a half of live draft coverage. Make sure you're checking out all the S2S podcasts throughout the draft weekend. So on behalf of our sound tech engineer, David Nakano, and myself, thank you for joining us. And we look forward next time taking you from Saturday to Sunday.